everyone was just like balls to the wall the whole time. There balls were the, the to the music- wall. Sorry. <laughs> everyone hi it's finally come the day to talk about celine dion and barbara streisand it is here yes and and it was i want to say everything and more i've only heard little snippets i haven't heard and i have wanted you to save big things for this so i could have genuine reactions i mean okay so should i start with travel (laughs) should you because remember last week when i was like could it get any worse yes (laughs) Shut up. What? <laughs> so this weekend is like the culmination of basically all of last year. We've been looking for me. I should say me. I should say, well, I should say I have been looking forward to this show for uh, forever, for yeah. since last summer. I yeah. love Celine Dion. I like Barbara Streisand. And I have <laughs> just been super excited. Dream show to be able to do this. So yeah. this whole leading up to this show, I'm like, okay, don't get sick. Don't get a cold. Mm-hmm. Don't like, you know, make sure to learn the songs every every single day has been you know listening to evergreen and listening don't rain on my parade and to love you more and being excited and so i get to the the day of i do my run in the morning i'm like i'm not gonna be able to run for a few days so i get myself ready to get the kids all set it's like 10 44 i'm talking with our brother sam on the phone my flight is supposed to leave at 2 52 in the okay. afternoon so i'm like all right sam i'm gonna have to let you go soon i gotta get packed and and get ready to go so like beep beep my phone pops up urgent urgent flight change flight change urgent oh my urgent gosh like, worst texts ever mother of freaking pearl what now what and mm. i was like great because it was supposed to be late it was supposed to be like it normally is you know i get in at you know 11 or something and then it changed to two fit like earlier like five hours that, yeah that like, seems God, weird it, do they usually go yeah. earlier like that it seems well it was it was weeks ago that they changed it and i remember yeah. looking at charlie and being like i'm sorry i didn't i did not book a flight in the middle of the afternoon because it's thursday yeah and i was like you know he has to work so right. usually i try and and leave after work at least right so I was like, I'm sorry, babe, you're, I'm, you're gonna have to take me to the airport at like one. Sorry oh, about that. And yeah. um, I was like, the, the, you know, you can look back through the history of this flight and it's like 12 different urgent changes in mm-hmm. your, in your flight. Anyway, so I get a text and it's like, your flight's been changed to 1030. Have a nice oh. flight. We'll see you there. And I was like, my. you mean like 1030, 15 minutes ago? So I like <gasps> said to Sam, I go, oh my God, I think I just missed my flight. Oh, I was like, I'm pretty sure no. they just rescheduled me for for a freaking flight in the past. How I mean, can they I do that? I don't have a time machine. That's what I said. So I go, I got to call you back. And he's like, okay, yeah, sorry, bye. So I look and I'm like, did they send me an email? I was like, I better not have had an email at like seven this morning that says the change and I just yeah. missed it. And because then it's actually like really my fault. So yeah. I, I'm like, nope, they sent me an email. United, United, everyone, United. It's United <laughs> that did this to me. That... <laughs> They sent me an email at 10.44 in the morning oh saying my. your flight's been rescheduled for 10.30. Okay, I was like, so, <laughs> wow. Cool, cool, everyone. So I obviously immediately call. I was going like, to say, I immediately start crying. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, this is the stupidest thing. I've, I was like, obviously, they can't do it. It's not my fault. Yeah. You didn't tell me until 15 minutes after. And so I was supposed to get into Maine now at 2, at like 2.30 in the afternoon, which would have been nice, honestly, because yeah. I could have rehearsed all mm-hmm. afternoon, which would have been great for the show. Anyway, so I was like, this freaking sucks. So I called them and I'm like, you guys, like, you need to get me onto a different flight. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe you did this to me. You can't do whatever. You can't schedule me for a flight in the past. 
This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so they basically, long story short, were like, we, ha- and I found myself, of course, because it's United, they're like, oh no, we can't schedule you on any other airline. I'm like, you guys freaking made the mistake. Yeah. Like, book me on, if I see, so I see like three other flights. So there's a flight that has, they all have connections. So I was like, I can't take the flight that has a connection in Atlanta. What if that one gets canceled? Yeah. And then I'm in mm-hmm. freaking Atlanta. Right. So the, another one left at 5.30, another one left at 8.30. But they both had connections. And then none of the flights got me there until like, I don't know, four the oh next my day. God. So they had rescheduled me on a new flight the next morning that didn't get into Maine until four. And I was like, I can't get into Maine at this four. This is so... It's an hour... Fucking yeah, airlines. I was like, it's an hour and 15 minute drive to the venue where we're supposed to have this. I'm supposed to rehearse all day right. for the show. I was like, I cannot get there at five o'clock. That's like before the show starts. This is right. insane. So I'm like talking to Charlie. I'm like, I don't know. And both so both of us were like, you got to drive. So I drove to me. Oh, my word. Please tell me they gave you like a voucher or something. No, they refunded me the whole ticket, which was almost $700 in the first place because flights prices are so out of control also. So yeah, Um, I was like, oh my gosh, I like shoved everything in my bag, jumped in the shower, didn't even put any eyebrows on and left. (laughs) You know you're in a rush when you miss the eyebrows. You know that. Yeah. So if I had known I was going to be freaking driving, I would have left at like six in the morning, four in the morning, you know, I would have left so early. And so I could actually get in in a reasonable time. So at this point I was like, okay, my ETA is 2.30 in the morning (gasps) to Kelly's house. And I was like, all right, guess I'm driving. So I like hop in and I basically didn't text Kelly until I knew what was going on. And so I basically was just like super matter of fact, like uh, my flight's canceled. I will see you tomorrow. (laughs) My flight's canceled. I'm on my way. Don't freak out. I'm on my way. Go get a Diet Coke and I'll see you at 2.30 in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Sorry, Um, Kelly. Diet Coke for me, Diet Pepsi for him. Yeah. Yeah, So I, I basically was like, this is the only way that I can guarantee that I will be there on time. The only way is to drive. And get sleep. When I tell brides that I will be there no matter what, I will be there (laughs) no matter what if I have to drive. This is worst case scenario. Remember last week when we were like, could it get any worse? It got worse. I had to drive. Oh my word. Yeah, there's no way you're missing this dream show of yours also. No, no, no. But like, that's the thing too, is like, I really didn't want to go to bed at three in the morning. Yes. The biggest thing I need is a night of sleep. Yes. So basically what happened is Charlie was adorable and booked me a room that night. So he was like, I really don't think you should drive past Mm -hmm. midnight. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, you're going to be exhausted. Like you might as well just stop. Yeah. Like sleep until seven and then get up and meet Kelly in the morning. Agreed. There's just something about going to bed at three in the morning Mm -hmm. that like no matter what time you wake up the next day, it just sucks. Yes. So did that slept okay but I was so excited for the show also that I kind of I didn't sleep like terribly soundly but at least I was horizontal which was Mm, nice yeah um (laughs) and honestly the worst part about it is just that I know in two days I have to do it again yeah right drive home I'm used to these long drives now I don't really mind but yeah yeah, having to do it the way home is always the worst for some reason in my head I was like it's 12 hour drive it's not too bad but it really is more closer to 14 yeah it is it's like almost never but by the time you stop and by the time you inevitably in those 12 hours run into traffic like it almost always takes closer to 14 so Mm -hmm. okay how far did you get before you stopped I got I got to Boston I got to Massachusetts oh okay okay so it was That's like another good. two and a half hour drive the next morning. I had a solid like six, seven hours of sleep. So I get to the show and let me just tell you, oh, Allie, oh, it was so good. I know. I'm, I heard snippets and I'm dying that I couldn't make I it. I mean, obviously, when you do a show the first time, there's mistakes. There's things that we could do better. There's all of that. And those, those things certainly did happen. But mm-hmm. the 
place was just electric with people excited to oh, see the show. I think that was I'm like the sure. biggest thing that I took away. We we sold it, sold out the show. Um, yes, which was I knew you would. I knew it. I knew you would. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean it was nerve wracking because you know two weeks before the show we didn't we didn't have that we probably had like a quarter of tickets sold. So just wow. just the fact that we sold it out in like rural Maine. Yes. Um, the rural juror. Was amazing. And everybody that was there, you know, people that would come into the dressing room beforehand were just like, oh my mm. gosh, people are just buzzing. Like they can't wait. They're so excited. People are like, just <sighs> well, you have to, to be. Inside. If you're going to buy finish. tickets, it's not like a random, oh, we're going to go see Mixology. We hope we like the songs. Like you're purposely buying it to see, to hear Celine and Barbara songs. And right. those people that like Celine and Barbara, are obsessive fans you know right like you have to love that in order to go so i'm sure every single one of them was like "Woo, can't wait oh yeah i mean just the excitement of that made me annoyingly nervous and like (laughs) i think it was because i wanted so well to do so well with each song that i was like oh my god like why i'm sweating and like my heart is beating and like you know as a singer that is the worst thing that can happen because you now you don't have any breath support yes exactly and like my throat's dry now and like it wasn't dry five minutes ago and now it's dry (laughs) what's going on Mm -hmm. somebody get me some ice cream (laughs) but um (laughs) well also because these songs are so iconic that everybody knows exactly how they're supposed to sound exactly so you can't you can't really um have your way with the songs like you can kind of do your own thing but really people want to hear it how it's on the recording yeah they want to hear see if you can hit those notes right right so for the first like couple songs I was nervous enough where I wasn't exactly thrilled with how I sound I'm sure everybody else was like they sounded amazing and like I'm sure it was fine but like in my head I was like oh I could do that so much better and then by the third song which was the prayer with duet with Leon Griesbach who's one of our special guests Mm -hmm. I was like much more comfortable and the rest of the show went really well the show Mm -hmm. it was people we have four standing ovations during during the show it was stupid it It was amazing I mean people were (laughs) cheering and and interacting and clapping and like every solo that an instrument took they were clapping and like you could just hear them buzzing during intermission you could hear because it's like a wooden barn basically like you could hear people just excitedly talking and you know people came up to me later and were like we overheard everybody in the bathroom saying like that this is like they're playing for my wedding and they're playing for my wedding and aren't we so lucky oh my god my daughter's wedding how do we get in (laughs) (laughs) that's great we've never seen a show here like this this is the best show we've ever seen and just It was so satisfying. And like, gosh, that's exactly what you want to hear. The people that came to the show. Like I said this during the show, too. I was like, thank you so much for actually making an effort to come to this. You don't understand. And we've said this before on this podcast, too. Yes, we have. How nice it is to see people make an effort to come to the thing that you've worked so hard to make good is so heartwarming to me. Mm -hmm. Man, like we sold out this theater for people who I really like a lot of them I didn't know I was like thank you so yeah. much I mean the tickets were relatively expensive yeah if a couple people wanted to go it was like 75 bucks for them to go to the show right. so it wasn't like it was a cheap night for them or in downtown Portland it was in the middle of oh, nowhere Harrison and in the middle of nowhere exactly it's like you know an hour and 15 from Portland but that community is so has been and Deer Tree Theater in itself has been just so supportive of us of mixology yeah they love you guys just like mm-hmm. kind of weirdly supportive <laughs> just, it's not weird you guys are excellent <laughs> I, can't, like, I don't know if I would have sold out Portland 
You know, it's just like yeah, so funny true. that that little yeah. community is so vibrant when it comes to the arts and especially Deer Trees, which has just been so good to us. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's certainly moments where I'm like, oh, I could have hit that note better. Or, oh, I'm like, whatever. But the comments from people that I really took to heart, you know, there were a bunch of musicians that were there that I really respect and that know their shit in and out. Yeah. And to hear from them that they thought it was inspiring and um, they've never seen a show like that and they don't know anyone that could do that and that's you know you guys mm-hmm. are this is amazing we've got to we've got to do the show again and here and I want my friends to hear this and I want like those <laughs> types of comments from us I mean from everybody is always amazingly welcome um, and there's just like an extra level of appreciation when it comes from such an accomplished or accomplished musicians professionals like when yeah. it's just mm-hmm. getting like your peer group to respond in such a positive way yes. was yeah, incredible for sure I'm so freaking jealous that I couldn't get there. (laughs) And I'm going to be there next time. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, don't worry. I'm I'm really hoping that there's gonna be a next time a next time for it. Cause you know, especially once you do a show once and then the next time you do it will be like, Oh, we've done this already. Now we can really polish it and really make it awesome. It's my turn to be nervous. You guys are all calm and I've done it before and then I could be nervous. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear in some of the videos that you guys posted, you can hear people in the audience, like when you hit a big note or when like a big Mm -hmm. when the band comes back in all together and you can hear them all go oh I know. yeah <laughs> well, and, and like you said before the songs are so memorable that and I made right. a joke about it throughout the whole song it was like every time we would start a song it was like oh and yeah. it's true because you know you start the way we were or you start my heart will go on or because you love me and everyone everyone knows them loves them so it's just like this kind right. of like heartwarming sound that they that the audience as a whole kept making which was really funny right and I wanted to talk to everybody badly you know I wanted to like interact with the crowd so after the show was over I was like you know stick around I want to come and talk to you I want to say hi so because of that and like cleaning up and then drive back to Portland Kelly and I didn't get back to his house until like two yeah that doesn't surprise me at all so by the time I actually went to bed it was like 2 30 and of course I was so pumped up on adrenaline and excited that like I took me a second to fall asleep so I think I looked at the clock at like three yeah and I was like okay I'm I'm like nodding off at this point but again I went basically went to bed at one the night before right drove all so I was like so tired yeah and not only that but we rehearsed like we got to deer trees we got to the theater at like 11 30 mm-hmm. and we rehearsed until five so like I had been singing all freaking day yeah and like tried to take it easy but even if you were just speaking for five hours straight your voice would get tired right. so but then we had a wedding the next day oh so my like, word right, so let's, go, let's go do this wedding which was wonderful but like i was i was exhausted sure. for this wedding mm-hmm. i didn't stir until 10 15 <laughs> i i turned over and i was like oh it's probably like seven and i was like it's 10 15 oh my gosh good you needed so, it obviously that, yeah so did that did the wedding the next day which was a beautiful uh this this place was we'd been there before but they had new owners at that point and it was like renovated and gorgeous I could live in the bathroom it was amazing <laughs> I loved it it was like the wedding ran um actually quite late I mean I think we were supposed to have a three-hour dance set and we basically we did a power set of like an hour and 20 minutes it was really short mm. but the kind of nice thing with that is that we obviously don't stop. We just play straight through and mm-hmm. we play all amazing things and we got all their requests in. And it mm-hmm. was, I mean, I was jumping up and down like a crazy person. <laughs> and everyone was just like balls to the wall the whole time. There balls were the, the to the music- wall. Sorry. <laughs> 
it's very ladylike of you yeah right i know yeah so the there was this it was so cute the nieces and nephews were the flower girls and ring bears and then a couple littler ones and they were in front of us the whole time love it so cute Mm-hmm. so cute so into it doing the worm like just doing a, it's called like the coffee grinder you know that move yes, that like breakdancing so. move yeah I had to have the little girl show me because I didn't know what it was. That's so funny that you uh. said the worm because I forgot to tell you this last week that somebody did the worm in our wedding too. And into uh. the mic, I literally go, there's always one that does the worm. And like somebody <laughs> off to the side just like started bellied over, started laughing because he was like shaking his head like, you're right, you're right. There's always one. It's like, there's always yeah, one. Yeah, in this case, it was a seven-year-old at our wedding. <laughs> well, <laughs> usually that is what it is. Yeah. You get the drunk groomsman yeah. who thinks he's really, really agile. Oh my gosh. But they, they all were just thrilled like from the second Love it, the dancing started they never left the dance floor it was packed the whole time mm-hmm. um and it was air conditioned which is like a it's off, like the obvious contrast like last week we were talking about how the the barn or the camp was not air conditioned yeah and how everyone kind of like had to go this one was air conditioned and everyone was inside mm-hmm. so it was like just like a, a kind of um just a, bi- a big difference like when you're thinking about booking something like yeah it was just um it worked really well like the dance floor was packed the whole time but then once everything went well and then you had to drive home, though, so did that at least, at least you knew you were driving, but did that yeah. at least go smoothly for you? Well, <laughs> so, of course, like, while we're at this wedding, we're all talking about, you know, what we could have done better, what we really thought went really well, the show the night before. Mm. By the time we debrief and, and pick everything up and go home, it's like... 12 31 or so oh my gosh i want to get up early because i want to leave so it was probably 1 15 by the time i went to bed and i was like all right i want to get up at like six yeah anyway so i'm sitting in bed and it's 1 15 and then it's 1 15 no and it's 1, no 45 and it's 2 15 and so i'm like oh my f- freaking word mm. why can i not fall asleep and like my body was tired my head was tired but like my freaking eyes would not go to sleep like my brain would not turn off i'd freaking to love you more in my head the whole time (laughs) and just like thinking about all the things i wanted to do next time and like the wedding and how exciting that was i was just like i couldn't turn it off and then i knew that i had to wake up early so i was like go to bed go to bed go to bed i tried everything i tried like meditating i tried like being like relax your toes relax your heels relax your calves relax 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 (laughs) i tried praying didn't work (laughs) usually that puts me right to sleep usually that's a matter of seconds i'm out usually i get to hail mary and then I'm out. Um, but nope, that didn't work either. Uh, everything. So I, it was three. I remember it was three oh five in the morning, and I was like, I'm just gonna go. This is this is stupid. Oh, so I got my bag. I got in the car and I left. Oh, it was three. I think it was three twenty when I got in the car, my. and I was just like, Yeah, I, I just like I might as well. What's the point? Yeah, like what's the point of sitting here? I'm, I can either sit in this bed wide awake. And then leave at six, or I can just leave now. I'm already awake. Oh, like I might as well just God. get get a start on it. So yeah, that's what I did. So did you like nod off throughout the trip? You must have. I mean, not really, because the only problem was that because it was so early, there was coffee. nothing open for coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> that was my first thing when you said you left at three. I was like, wow, she's going to have to wait three hours to get coffee. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. So I had almost a full tank of gas. So I, I drove basically until I had an empty tank and then I got coffee. And so I think I went like the first seven hours oh, how? without wow. without coffee. I just was like listening to music. I was listening to podcasts. I was just like trying to keep myself away oh and then carolyn called at 7 30 in the morning and she was like are you living <laughs> she's like i can't believe i looked out and i was like no she can't be gone already uh. i was like yeah it was really fun they're so cute like they're all carolyn's parents were there um and there's everybody's so concerned mm-hmm. you know oh my god and and honestly like i would be too it's just i don't know why i couldn't and it was not like i wasn't exhausted like from the second i left yeah 
I was exhausted. Yeah. And I honestly thought about staying because guess what? I have to be back on Thursday. Wow. Susie. So I'm like, okay, like, let's hope I don't have to do this next week. You should have stayed. That's when you should have stayed is or made your trip to go to Maine and stay. I know. This is the problem with these stupid freaking flights. It's like, I can't rely. Literally every single week something goes wrong. So I'm like, this doesn't bode well for the rest of our season here. Mm -hmm. Am I going to have to do this trip? You know, every week, am I gonna have to drive 14 hours? Oh my god! Like I, this, this can't happen. And like this one, this weekend was a, a special one because of the show. I really did need to be there. Yeah. On time. Yeah. And usually, if it's a wedding, like worst case scenario, I at least have until the evening right. where I have to be there. And this one, I was like, no, we have rehearsal at 10. Like right. I have to be in town. I, I can't wait. So I mean, today, like we're recording this on Tuesday, and I have to leave on Thursday. So wow. next week, I'll let you know if we. You know, if if things go as planned, but wow, well, it's like really, that's really crazy. Figure you... it out, airlines. I don't know what they have to do to figure this out. But... Oh, you know who also needs to figure things out? Mm. Moving companies. Moving companies oh. need to figure it out. Okay, so I finally am out of our house in Milwaukee, and I didn't have any gigs that weekend. So I was like, perfect. We'll pack everything up. Movers are coming Sunday, and we'll be out, and we're going to go spend some time with my mother-in-law before we make the final trip to Raleigh. So I don't have any wedding stories for everybody, but I do have what I would like to say a PSA for anybody who's moving in the future. Do not use nationwide moving services. And nationwide, I, nationwide moving services. Nationwide moving, moving services. services. Nationwide, nationwide moving services. Moving not services. nationwide is on your side. <laughs> not that, but if that helps you remember who not to buy or who not to hire, it's them. Nationwide freaking moving services. Do not get them. The worst. Everybody in the 14 scam. countries that this podcast reaches, it's a scam. It would be more embarrassing if it didn't happen to as many people as it does happen to. So I hire them because after going through many different options, they were in our budget and they had enough space because I was like, I want to make sure we can take everything. The day comes a day late also. They were supposed to come Sunday with a buffer of Monday, and they ended up coming Monday. And I was like, okay, but we have to be out because they have the buyers have a, their final walkthrough at 5.30 that night. Mm-hmm. So they show up at 9 o'clock in the morning. And mind you, I had updated my inventory list of what they should be taking. I had updated it all the previous week, and they gave me an updated estimate. And it was like, this is what has to happen. This is what we have. They come. The guy goes through all of our stuff, and the mover tells us that our quote was way underestimated and we're going to need twice as much space and therefore it's going to cost us twice as much in order to move all of our stuff. Now, I've heard that this happens (sighs) so much. And let me tell you all of the things, all of the things that they left were on the inventory list. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's, it's mind-boggling because... Well, it's a scam. That's why. Yeah, it's a scam. They, they know exactly what they're doing because I said to the guy on the customer service line later, do you guys need to retrain somebody so that when I say I have a king-size bed with a bed spring, with a box spring and a headboard, that he needs to know that it's actually more than what he put in there? And he was like, no, it's like a computer-generated number. It's not even him. No, no it's wrong. It, it's a scam is what... It, oh, it just makes me so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, no, you're so you're so you guys set your computer poorly then because I told you everything that I had that was on my inventory list was there. It is your fault that you didn't quote me enough space. None of this stuff was oversized. No. It's not like I had a giant couch and a giant bedroom set. It's not and a, like you said I have a twin for you to take and you show up with a king. Exactly. Everybody knows how big a king is. Right. 
they didn't, I mean, they didn't take things, they didn't, I, I, I posted this all on my Facebook page, so I don't know, and I made it a public post so people can see it, but I mean, things that they did not take included our outdoor patio set with a table with six chairs and an umbrella, our big, huge, fake Christmas tree, um, a bed, they didn't take about four different kinds of side tables they didn't take a standing floor lamp they didn't take our dining room table with chairs they didn't take dressers two two long dressers they didn't take a big china chest they didn't take our weed whacker lawnmower all of that stuff it's just like insane it's insane when you were reading me this list i was like Mm -hmm. but these are not things that are arbitrary sizes right Right. Like you can measure and like you know how big a dresser is. You know how big a lawnmower yeah. is. And it's not a huge Come lawnmower. On. It was a push lawnmower. You but, know? but this is the thing. Like an estimate is supposed to be relatively close. Exactly. It's an estimate. Yes. Not double. 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 Like this is silly. And they know. And this is the problem with moving companies is that they know that you're in a tight spot because you have to be out, you know, and they know that this right. is something most people only do once. You know, the, the last right. time Jack and I moved across country, it was the two of us and we had a one bedroom apartment, no kids. You know, we had half right. a U-Haul that we needed to move, you know, and now we had a, a house that we needed to move and three kids. So it was like, we're not going to do this again. You know, this is our one and only move mm-hmm. across country with our family. So like they know that you're stuck. They We had one day because the the people were coming. They left. I called you bawling. <laughs> oh, my God. Because they had left even more than what I just listed. And um, I was like, I don't know how to get rid of what we have. I don't know how to. We can't store this because we're leaving. There's no way for us to come back and get it to Raleigh right. in time or even like with the amount of cars that we have. So it was like I ended up Jack took one load to St. Vincent de Paul because that's the only place that oh also God, accepts furniture. And as he was gone, I just got off the phone with you because I was like, okay, I have to, I have to focus because this, this has to happen. So I started bringing down furniture. I don't know where I garnered the, the strength to move these dressers down by myself, but I think it was the, the adrenaline and, and rage inside me of what was happening. Rage is a good word yeah. for it. Yeah. So I moved all of this furniture and shelving and tables into the front yard and slowly, not really slowly, actually, one by one, the neighbors all around us started coming out and they're like, are you giving stuff away? Are you, can we, can I was like, please take it. I can't, we can't move it. So please take our stuff and it was like sad mini violin seeing all of our neighbors clear out clear all of our furniture out uh in a matter of 20 minutes and i mean before jack even got home from his first run to saint vincent de paul all of the big stuff was gone I mean, like, the only silver lining was our neighbor directly next to us had just moved in, and they didn't have, like, anything. I was like, do you need a dining room table? He was like, yes, oh, my gosh. Do you need a vanity? Do you need a bookshelf? Do you want this china chest? Oh, my God, you had to give away your vanity? Uh, I gave away the brand new one that was, that was, they sent me for parts. Mm -hmm. We were like, do you want our fake Christmas tree? This $200 fake Christmas tree that I haven't even used yet that I bought on sale last last season? Do you want the kids' toys? Do you want our grill, patio set, Jack's desk, his oh desk chair? God. This guy, this one neighbor took all of that. It was it was unreal. It was so sad. And just like, thankfully, some of the stuff we were going to replace anyway. But, um, yeah. but generally, I mean, these were things that we were hoping to transfer to our new house. I mean, we don't have a dining room table. Like, what the heck? Yeah. 
It was such yeah. a such a scam. And so I called them like the next day after we got to my mother-in-law's place and you know, they were like, well, we're only willing to give you a $300 rebate. You're like, you can go ahead and fuck right off. $300 is nothing. $300 is half a gas tank for this truck. Yeah. And she's like, well, we're giving you that because it was so underestimated. I, and I just... You're like, shut. I know. Oh, my God. I, there's so many things I want to say to this company. I know. Well, and I... What makes actually me... Actually, do to this company. What actually made me so angry was that if I had... When I had initially booked them, I was on in the car get, d- driving the kids to the zoo. And so I didn't really have time to look them up properly because I had given them all the big stuff in, in that initial inventory list. And I... and he was so sweet and he was like the guy was so accommodating and I was like okay yeah book it quick like we're also running out of time because this was like 10 days before we were supposed to move if I had done one Facebook or Google search I would have seen all the terrible reviews from this company and it was like run Mm -hmm. with people saying exactly the same thing like they over they underestimate and way overcharge and um, I would never have booked them but because I you know was in a hurry and I Again, it was you just you're so stressed because it's and you're so vulnerable because it's such a life changing thing that's happening that you put your you let your guard down and you do things that you think you would never do. And you especially were in such a pinch because you had the walkthrough in four hours. Right, exactly. So it wasn't like, oh, we're moving it. We're moving in two days and I'll just call someone really quickly and Mm -hmm. like we'll throw it in a U-Haul and drive it to where we need to go. It was like, no, I like we have to be out now. Right. There is no time to do anything but let these people take as much as they can because like we we can't move an entire house in four hours. Right. Like that's just not going to happen. This has to be done. So like even they took such advantage, like coming a day late. Exactly. Like putting you in the position where like you had no time to do anything else is just because like thinking back if they had come on Sunday and they had taken only what they could have taken then we would have probably rented a U-Haul and like put everything in a U-Haul and asked like a friend to come and drive it down for us or something yeah and then like unloaded it at his mom's house and then flew like your husband out to come drive the U-Haul for us you know to Uh bring the rest of it back but like we literally had no freaking time and they, they took everything so quickly that it was like okay well that's done you know, so it was just, mm-hmm. it was so, so ridiculous. And, you know, I called them and I was like, you don't care that I'm going to, you know, say this on my podcast and you don't care that I'm going to call the Better Business Bureau and that I'm going to report you. And they were like, well, that's your prerogative. But, you know, if you take your $300, your $300 rebate, then you, that means you sign the a NDA release. or something. Yeah, where you can't disparage the company. And I was like, well, you keep your $300. First of all, like, <laughs> first of all, like, I, I wouldn't even have done it. I would have been like, you give me my money and I'm not signing fucking anything. I know. I know. Like you can, in what world do you like take the money? Like no one gives you a refund and then says sign this release so you can't say anything. Yeah, exactly. Like no, you just get a refund. I was like, you're gonna like, have Amazon to give doesn't me, do that. You're gonna have to give me a, a flipping good ass rebate in order for me not to say anything. So yeah, um, I mean that was basically what happened when we moved from Charlotte and the company, the property management company that we had, were not not working with us at all and like not doing yeah. what they said at all with giving us breaking our lease. And they were like, and I did the same thing. Like I put a review on there and they like contemplate, like, please take that down. Oh, and I'm, I'm like, glad you, they actually me? Sh- you give me my money back. Yeah. You give me my money back and I'll take it down. And like, well, you know, we really can't. I'm like, well, then it's, it's fucking staying up is what's going on. So yeah. like you keep your like same thing. Like if you're not going to give me our money back, then the thing stays. Right. Exactly. It's like the least that I, the least I can do. Well, I, I posted on their Facebook page and they immediately took it down. And then I, <sighs> I posted on under their comments section and it was still up, but I'm not, I haven't checked recently, but it was still up um, 
as of a couple days ago. So hopefully they they keep it up there. But that's where I saw a lot of the bad reviews also was from Ugh. that Facebook page. Awful. They were absolutely horrendous. And what, what we found out, which we didn't realize, was that Nationwide Moving Services, they are the broker. So they hire out. They basically put out what we need and then a moving company will bid on like the job and then they'll come. So we started getting nervous because the moving company also had kind of not great reviews. So we were like, oh my gosh, we're going to lose our stuff now. Like they're going to take it and they're going to hold it for ransom because we'd heard like terrible stories from other people about that happening. And so, yeah. um, but I, I think we're still okay. We haven't gotten our stuff yet because we haven't like moved to where we, they're still holding it for us. We've asked them to hold it until we give them the go ahead. So just like so many things when we hired this band, this band, when we hired this moving company, if I had known what to look for for scammers, then mm-hmm. literally maybe eight out of 10 of the list that I'm going to read you, we were red flagged with what we had. So I just want for all those people that are going to be moving soon, I want to read you a list of 10 red flags so that you guys don't get in the same situation that we did. Um And luckily ours was we didn't spend what they wanted us to spend Mm -hmm. because we didn't, you know, we didn't take with all of our stuff. We are going to have to replace that stuff and spend money. But, you know, we didn't spend the $14,000 that they wanted us to spend. Right. Um, So anyway, number one, if customer reviews are recent and the business doesn't show longevity. That's a huge red flag, which none Mm. of the reviews were good anyway for this company. So that should have been a red flag (laughs) right off the bat. But yeah, there were no reviews from a long time ago. It was all recent reviews. Hiring a broker, which is what they are. So leave them out. Hire your own. Or, you know, you can get in trouble with people who are accredited because I've also saw another post about people who got swindled that were hired a company that was accredited and had tons of good reviews and they were still scammers. So... I don't yeah. know who you can help, who you can ask, maybe like realtors or somebody who can give you actual people, but maybe stick local, you know? Okay, yeah. another red flag is no in-person or Zoom walkthrough of your home. So they didn't. They just asked for what my thing was over the phone, which was a an issue. Yeah. Paying a large deposit up front. They asked for $3,000 from us up front. Um, and we thought, well, Matt, that's probably fine because that was about half of what they had originally estimated us. So we were like, right. okay, that, you know, they'll, they're not asking for the whole thing. They're asking for this. And um, I was told, really, you could probably even get away with not even paying anything until they deliver it to your new location, but at mm-hmm. least not more than $1,000, at least. You know, you should keep wow. it under that. Um, being asked for payment in cash. They did not ask. They said were that you? was an option. Oh, my God. No, they didn't. Oh, my God. I was like, did you pay in cash? We actually did pay them that first in cash because we didn't they also didn't tell us they that there was going to be a six percent credit card charge which is probably another red flag because we thought we were just gonna That's be probably able to, why they yeah exactly yeah. he did write that we paid in cash on our receipt and on our paperwork so that's that's the only thing where i'm like okay it's they know we paid he wrote it in cash you know that we paid mm-hmm. so there is record that we did pay in cash um not honoring the binding estimate contract after they've taken your belongings luckily that has not happened to us yet but that's a huge red flag movers taking your belongings to a storage unit without disclosing its location this is a was a little bit scary for us because they would not tell us the exact location of where our stuff is being held right now their excuse is because it's an excuse Allie. i know i know believe me but they said that it has a lot of a lot of people's stuff there and so they don't want to because it's a security issue and so they don't want to give it they always have an excuse Uh they always a security issue Mm -hmm. no i know the security is a lock on the fucking door (laughs) right that's That's what what they use like cameras i know not for some random person who's miles and Mm -hmm. states away that's going to come steal 
steal some random person's mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of these things, after you've hired your company, you, like you're kind of stuck. You know, these aren't really tons of red flags for before you actually book them. But you can ask these questions like, will you be storing it? Can I have the address? You know, before you actually book them. Um, Let's see. No tracking option is given. No delivery date is given. So those are the two. Those haven't happened to us yet either. And hoping that they won't. (laughs) We've called Mm. the the moving company, like not nationwide, but the separate movers that actually came. We've called them multiple times to check in on our stuff. And they've been really accommodating. They've answered every time. They've given us the same answers. We're just praying that we get all of our stuff back (laughs) that we gave them. And never, ever freaking using movers ever again. I will be doing it all by myself. So that's my terrible horror story. There's so much more that I've calmed down with and don't feel like even talking about anymore. But moral of the story is do not use nationwide moving services and be super, have your mover be super transparent with you and do your research because otherwise you'll get stuck either paying a ton or losing half your stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jack was so funny. He was, he's so much better at just relaxing after stuff like this happens uh, he was like, you got to get you got to get over it. You're you're taking it out on me. It's not my fault. And Sam, our brother, I said mean, it best when he said, doesn't he know that we as our side of the family, it's in our blood that we need to dwell on things. Doesn't he know that? <laughs> I was started laughing. I was like, you're totally right. He goes, I just dropped a candle that I just bought on the way home from the store because yeah. I was shifting groceries. I dropped a candle and it shattered into pieces because it took me an hour to get over it. <laughs> This is so funny. I hope I have some happier wedding stories to bring you for my very last gig next week. Wow. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, everybody. We'll uh, have to set up a GoFundMe for you to get (laughs) money to buy, furnish your new house since you're going to lose your entirety of your house. I know. I'll I'll let you set up a GoFundMe if I don't get back what they took. Then then we can Mm -hmm. talk, but hopefully we get back all we we had. Then we're suing them. I'm going to sue their butt. All right. Follow us on Instagram, Diaries of a Wedding Singer. You can follow Susie's band on Instagram at mixology band follow my band at north coast orchestra for at least another week but you can keep following them even after i've stopped singing with them because i love them and i always will mm-hmm. send us an email with all your wedding stories at diaries of a wedding singer at gmail.com so don't forget guys to follow and share this podcast with your friends and family we really appreciate the likes and subscribes mm-hmm. and feel free to leave a review if you like what you hear five stars is always wonderful and give us a little written up review on apple Podcasts if you feel so inclined thank you guys that's it from us thank you bye Bye.